You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. Welcome back. BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth, Ed Egros with you on this football Friday. We continue to break down the NFL card, week number eight. A lot of games we still want to get to in the final hour of the show. Don't forget, we'll close with lightning bets. We still got to get to a quick preview on World Series game number one, which starts tonight. And I don't have a lot, guys, on Ravens Cardinals. This number's all the way out to nine and a half, so some teaser protection there. The Ravens off their unbelievable performance just a week ago. The total is 44 in the hook. Ed, start us off. What are you thinking? I'm going to take the Ravens with a big number here. You could move this to 10, 10 and a half, and I think my model would still like it. No better quarterback when using play action than Lamar Jackson. 61.5% success rate as far as that's concerned per NGS. Passer rating of nearly 123. And look, this Cardinals pass defense, it is atrocious. So they're going to get fooled by just about anything that involves the slightest bit of trickery. So I think that's where Lamar Jackson can shine here. And I don't know if this is a bit of a hedge, but as far as props are concerned, I think Jackson under 231 and a half passing yards will also make a lot of sense. Once the Ravens jump out to a lead, why would they need to pass the ball any more that they need to? And so Lamar mm. Jackson, good bit of play action in the early going, and then they're just going to run, run, run the ball uh, just to uh, you know keep things good and protected, and then they can move on to next week. Hmm, that's scaring me off for my favorite prop a bit. But I like Lamar <laughs> over um, 282.5 passing plus rushing yards. He's only gone under that twice, once against the Browns and once the first game of the season. Other than that, he goes over that. He can go over that with passing alone. Sometimes if his passing's lower, he'll have a big rushing game. So I like that prop in this matchup, Joe. What do we think about a Hollywood Brown revenge game? 49 Ew. and a half. <laughs> 49 Davis and a half. revenge game. Yes. Ah, I can't do that. Where, where else are you throwing? Where else are you throwing for Arizona? Trey McBride? Michael Wilson? <laughs> like, where are you going? <laughs> the, the running backs? Keontae Ingram, I guess? Is that yeah. the route we're going? I mean, look, I, I would love to fade the Ravens. And I've been talking a lot on this show about when you have the hot team of the week, look at what's happened. Dolphins, they go down in flames. Bills, they lost. San Francisco, they lost. Last week, it was the Lions. They lose to the Ravens. So the Ravens are the hot team this week. But they're playing the team I can't back right now. That's how awful the Cardinals look. Like Nothing is going their way and, and they're just terrible every which way defensively they're dead last in success rate offensively. Okay. Dobbs is who we thought he was. And I, after this game, it, the performance might be so poor 
in a tough matchup that, okay, Kyler, uh, I mean, he's practicing in full. When's he going to come out here? Are you going to be able to run this game all year? Will you bench Kyler all season for the higher draft pick? I don't know. Uh, something happened at the trade deadline with anybody, any Cardinals? Does anybody want a Cardinal? A uh, lot of it, if it was anybody else, I'd be like, fade the Ravens. Go against the Ravens. The market has moved too far. But I don't know how the Cardinals are going to stop them. Does anybody want a Cardinal? Arizona, St. Louis, does it matter? Uh, the answer mm -hmm. is a resounding no. no. So I think that's no. kind of, yeah, I think I think that's a safe space, uh, no matter the Redbird and, and the location. All right, we move on now to the Eagles and the Commanders. This line has moved to now Eagles minus seven with a total of 43 and a half. Joe, third most bet game at BetMGM. Eagles minus seven, the third most bet side as far as tickets are concerned. So the public feels like that the Eagles... Uh, they're about to make a bit of a run here. Anybody have a sack prop on Eagles team total? Sack I'm props against Howell? Yeah. I, down. Yeah. They usually, get don't, seven. they usually don't have that posted. <laughs> yeah, you can bet on particular players or you can go with the team. There's a, there's a sports book that usually posts that, whatever the number is. You probably want to take the over in that matchup. Yeah, I mean, what, was a month ago? This was an overtime game. Like, the commanders were hanging around. It was a high-scoring affair, and and now we don't know if Hurts is completely healthy. The team is saying he's completely healthy. I'm not sure that I quite believe in, believe that one. Uh, A.J. Brown, he's averaging 140 yards over the last five games. He's averaging 140 yards per game, Okay. When they're going against man coverage, A.J. Brown gets 50% of the target share. Washington <laughs> runs the second most man in the league. So it looks like it should be an A.J. Brown game. His number is 87 and a half. But Aaron, the more and more I think about it, I can see Washington keeping this one close. The number is, what, seven now? At seven? I think that's by time for Washington. It's what they do. It's like every other week you need to back Washington, especially at this number as underdogs in a division matchup that, as you mentioned, was a very close game earlier this season that, oh, by the way, went to overtime. You've got a banged up Jalen Hurts. Everything is bad here in Washington. I mean, people are ready to just turn the page on this whole regime. Uh, but they play the Eagles well. That's what they do. They've done that historically. So, in this division matchup, I think backing the commanders on the spread is a good look here. I think it's time for Washington to get new ownership. I think what's happening right <laughs> now is a – oh, wait. Oh, wait. They just got new ownership. Didn't change so everything? That might be the only thing yeah. people like here is the new ownership. Everything yeah, right. Else got to go. <laughs> Hope springs eternal, I guess. But you still have a long way to go especially in that division when Philadelphia is going nuts. And look, the Cowboys, you know, they, they're not a bad team. So you have that going for you. Uh, I actually like the Eagles to cover the big number here. And it is a, a dangerous proposition mm -hmm. given that offense across the league hasn't been very good. And so when you have big numbers, it is a concern here. But I still think the Eagles can do it and make that last meeting between the two teams uh, irrelevant because – the Philly defense, I think, is the best of both worlds in that they can play two deep safeties but still affect the quarterback with that front. 
in such situations, the Eagles generate pressure at a 41.4% clip. That's the fourth highest in football. And the Sam Howell sack thing is well-documented. We have the documents to prove it. It is well-documented. The problem is, though, if Sam Howell isn't on his push, then he can't throw beyond 10 air yards against this Philly defense. They are ninth best in terms of defensive success rate there. Then on the other side of the football, you really feel like that this commander secondary can cover A.J. Brown? No! No, you can't. No. A.J. Brown, over 89 and a half receiving yards. Done, done, done. <laughs> it's a lock. Lock that in. And, and when they played last time, 9-175, two touchdowns. Makes too much sense. I don't you move Forbes around all you want. It doesn't matter. The rest of the secondary still stinks. Forbes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even Forbes sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so subtle. So subtle. Remember, remember there was talk. Oh, maybe right there. maybe he's the best corner in this draft. No, he's not. He's not. No, no, no. All the other ones are it have been injured though, too. So there's not a lot of competition. Yep. <laughs> right. Win by default. Best way to win anything. Texans and Panthers is up next. Houston, three and a half point favorites with a total of 43 and a half. The Panthers plus three and a half. Second most bet on team per handle at BetMGM. Also the second most bet over at 43 and a half, Joe. Uh, the Texans are the second most team bet on team and handle? Sure. Wow. Uh, Panthers are. Panthers are. Oh, the Panthers. Plus three and a half. What? Wow. Ooh. People, okay. people are crazy. Captain Hook, and that, baby. And that number's gone up. That's interesting. So the market is mm-hmm. uh, going on the Texan side. But, okay. Uh, yeah, a lot of chatter about the uh, the Panthers' new play caller, and I get all that. But, look, I, I just go back to this one thing, and it's going to be it's going to get a lot of uh, a lot of chatter with Young, number one draft pick, versus Stroud, number two draft pick. Stroud looks so much better, all that stuff. Stroud finally threw an interception after he's got one now and 213 pass attempts. Uh, both teams are coming off the bye, so I find that kind of interesting. The one thing I just can't get, get behind the Panthers on, like, yeah, they'll probably show signs of life. I do believe in that. But – we're not talking about the Panthers' defense part of this equation. Like You could have a new play caller, and that's fun, and maybe you trust Hubbard more than Sanders, and he gets more work. Okay, great. You're going to try this, and you're going to try that. Bryce Young has a better game. But it doesn't mean you're going to stop the Texans. It doesn't mean you're going to stop, stop C.J. Stroud, Nico Collins. Mm-hmm. I mean, Tank Dell's now coming back. So that, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, the Panthers can't get pressure. They're dead last in pressure rate. So why do we think Stroud is going to struggle? Just because the Panthers might put up some points for the first time all year. When Stroud is not pressured, he's top five in passer rating in the NFL. Just comes in from college and he's top five. And this matchup that we're going to supposedly see, Nico Collins against Dante Jackson, that's 6'4", Nico Collins against 5'10", Dante Jackson. And so I've been thinking about, okay, which receiver on the Texas do I like? Yeah, I like Dell making his return. He's had some blow-up spots. Of course, Nico Collins has had some blow-up spots. And he's also had game through. He didn't do what, exactly what you were expected. I'm just at a point right now. I'm like, okay, look. The Stroud props are 238.5. 238.5 against this Panther secondary. One and a half passing touchdowns against this secondary. Stroud has gone over both of those in five of six games this year. And now he's matched up with the probably the softest secondary he's seen all season. Really like Stroud props in this game. 
Same. Uh, this is what I was looking at last night, DMing Daigle about. It's been an ongoing bid. Are we going to be on Nico? <laughs> I'm off of that. Plus, you just never know. Is it going to be Nico? Is it going to be Tank Dell? I'm just going to pass. But what we do know is CJ Stroud is a big reason why this Texans team has been playing efficiently. And Carolina it has been struggling. Both these teams coming off a bye. I'm staying away from the spread. The total, my favorite bet here, and Joe talked about it. CJ Stroud over one and a half passing touchdowns at plus 112. Look at his game log, ladies and gentlemen. This is a really good bet, and you're getting a plus money banger. As far as a side goes, I my model says the Texans should only be favored by about 1.3. So I'm gonna back the winless Panthers here. Scary as that sounds, that's fine by me. You do have a battle of two rookie quarterbacks here, so that does lend itself to some volatility. So there is a hook involved. Definitely, I want to take that. In terms of completion percentage over expected, guess what, folks? It's actually Bryce Young who's made the tougher throws compared with C.J. Stroud. Throws beyond 10 air yards. That's why Stroud is the favorite to win Offensive Rookie of the Year. But new play caller, by week to work through some kinks. I do think that Bryce Young can come out as a completely different quarterback. And even if you don't believe that, Miles Sanders has been a full participant in practice this week. I think he can go over 36 and a half rushing yards. And so I think the ground game can also keep this relatively close. And so I like Carolina to cover the number. How about some Sunday night football for you guys? We've got the Bears as eight and a half point dogs in Los Angeles with a total of 46 and a half. Joe, the Bears are the third most popular Moneyline dog on BetMGM at plus 340. The Bajancy is alive and well, and it is sweeping America. Third most popular Moneyline? What are you guys doing? What? Oh, no. No, 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 no. Look, I was set to say that the Chargers are an easy teaser, and I still believe that. Am I going to make a case for minus eight and a half or the game just completely gets away from the Bears? We could see it. Like, yeah, the Chargers are in two-game losing streak against the Chiefs and the Cowboys. And now they get the Bears? They get the Bears? I think that's going to be a little bit tougher for him. And will there be mostly Bears fans? Maybe. Maybe they're going to make the trek. Maybe Bajan's going to have 65 family. <laughs> yeah, 65 family members. Once again, it would not it would not surprise me if they have some support. But you want to talk about a, a step down in class? You're going from Chiefs down to the Bears. And if you actually look, like the Bears defense has been getting better. And all that, it's really just a couple of things. They actually have a competent defensive coordinator. He's the head coach of the team. He's the defensive coordinator. We still don't know why the defensive coordinator quit a couple weeks into the year. But, you know, Iberflus has been doing a better job. That's what he did well with the Colts. That's why he got the gig. And the secondary is healthier. And that has helped. Jalen Johnson had a big game last week. He had, he had a couple of interceptions against Vegas. Hey, guess what? The Bears aren't facing Brian Hoyer this week. They're facing Justin Herbert. And if we go over the list of quarterbacks the Bears have faced, yes, there was that Pat Mahomes game where he was so good that he only had to play two and a half quarters. Aside from that, Jordan Love, Baker Mayfield, Russell Wilson, Sam Howell, Kirk Cousins a couple weeks ago, Brian Hoyer and O'Connell last week. They haven't faced many top 10 quarterbacks. I'd say Mahomes is the only one that they've faced, and they were trounced in that game. Boy, the more and more I look at it, the Bears are going to have to stick with the run game. It looks like Roshan Johnson is going to be back. He cleared the concussion protocol. Okay, good. 
You're going to have fun running the ball when you're down 20 to three. Have at it. Keep running the ball. Try to limit the Herbert possessions as much as you can. Uh, lock them in the Chargers as a as a teaser play. I'm using them in Survivor. Bless me, please. And um, boy, I'm I'm starting <laughs> to think that the Chargers might just cover this number. Yeah, I don't see the chart or the Bears winning outright. This is a, uh, I mean, the seat is getting hot for Staley. The Chargers yeah. need to win this game if they're going to try to make the playoffs. Time's running out. Although the Chargers haven't won a game by more than one score all season, so that scares me. I'm just staying yeah. away. It's past. Do we like DJ Moore over his receiving yard prop? Yes. Given that yes. matchup? Um, Chargers, dead last, explosive pass plays allowed rate to slot receivers. Get DJ in, in the slot a good amount of times. That's the bet I like. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, it's the two-minute drill and our World Series bets. That's right here on the BetQL Network. His fifth in the last four games. He owns Houston. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Welcome back to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth with you. And we will get to our two-minute drill in just a bit. But first... Game one of the World Series is tonight. We've got the Diamondbacks and the Rangers. Zach Gallen going up against Nathan Eovaldi. The Rangers are minus 160 favorites to take game one. We also have our put down in Sharpies. Pencils are down. Pick our World Series bets as well. So, Joe, where would you like to start? Yeah, yesterday we were talking about some of the different future angles. So if you missed that, go back on the podcast. Uh, make sure you check out that like world series mvp some stack category leaders uh for the world series a lot of fun angles that you could take with this but i i'm looking at tonight and i'm thinking man i mean i think it's minus 160 for the rangers that makes sense uh gallon's going on reputation right now he has not had a good playoff he did not look good last round at all. Those Phillies boppers got to him. He started two games and he ended up giving five home runs. So his over his numbers overall, not good in these four uh, appearances. 13 strikeouts, nine walks. However, Ivaldi, the exact opposite. Like, it's not even close. He's been phenomenal in, uh, in his four games. And that was a big question coming in. That was the only question we really had about the Rangers. Okay, which Evaldi are we going to get here? Because in the second half of the season, he was not looking all that strong. And just, you know, that old adage of flipping the switch seemed to happen with Evaldi. 28 strikeouts, only four walks for him. He's going at least six innings every time he's out there on the mound. And in a game one situation, I know it's the World Series, right? You've been waiting your entire lives for these moments. But it's not like the end of the series when we talked about those pitcher props where okay, you're going to have to pull him any sign of any trouble. You have to go to the bullpen. I don't think it's going to be that. Like They trust Eovaldi so much, and that's been deserved. I was surprised to see his outs recorded prop. The guy's going at least six every time, and the outs recorded is under six. It's 15 and a half outs. That's, uh, that's one of the props that jumped out to me for sure, going over 15 and a half for Eovaldi tonight. 
These feel like two pitchers going in two different directions under pressure, under the bright lights. Gallon going one way and nasty Nate going another. He loves the pressure <laughs> and the bright lights and none bigger than the World Series game one. I'm going to be backing Eovaldi as well. I'm looking at first five run line minus half a run at only minus 114. So I love that bet, Ed. Certainly, as far as most bet on tickets, uh, Nathan Evaldi over 15 and a half outs at minus 120. That is a really popular play, and that uh, certainly makes sense. Uh, at the same time, though, if there's one player prop I love, I hate running it back because I don't really have them on my futures uh, bet slip, but Adolis Garcia, I know the public likes him to hit a home run at plus 210, but I wonder if just over one and a half bases. Uh, is the play in that maybe he won't get his home runs that will regress but what won't regress is maybe getting a couple of singles against that Arizona bullpen hmm. yeah uh, as far as good history here actually you would look to the Diamondbacks side there's one player that does step out against Eovaldi it's uh, Lourdes Guriel total bases is plus 145 He's seven for 18 against him with a 450 on base, almost a 1200 OPS. So smaller sample size, but he's had a good amount of success against Eovaldi. So that that's where I would look total bases for him. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Anything else stand out, Aaron? Nope, that's all I got. All right, well, let's go ahead and get to the two-minute drill then. It's time to go no huddle with a BetQL Daily two-minute drill. And the man who will be leading the way for the two-minute drill is none other than our fearless leader and the man who's trying to grow his hair out like Trevor Lawrence. It's Paul Aspen. It's, uh, we got a long way to go, but winter is coming. Winter is coming, so maybe we'll get there. Anyway, uh, my hair thins out when it gets longer, so got to keep it tight. Uh, some most bet player props uh, if to keep in mind as we are going through some of these weekly leader markets like we like to do every week. Uh, Jared mm -hmm. Goff under, most popular bet uh, at BetMGM. Drake London over 51.5. He's interesting this week against the Titans, leaky Titans pass defense. Uh, and we came close with him once. Kamara over four and a half receptions against the Colts. Christian Kirk over 53 and a half receiving yards against the Steelers. And Devontae Smith going with Devontae Smith, not A.J. Brown, over 48 and a half receiving mm. yards against the Commanders. I guess they're trying to buy the dip there. But let us start with receiving leader anywhere. you A.J. Brown, uh, speaking of A.J. Brown and that Eagles offense, is the favorite to lead Sunday in receiving Man. yards at 6-1. to one. Anyone mm. further down the board? Ed, let's start with you. 
AJ Brown, uh, I think, does offer some value against the leaky commander's defense. That's certainly fine. Uh, but what about Keenan Allen at nine to one? Here's a deal where do we really chest this Bears secondary either? Uh, the, the possessions would certainly be there. I wonder if the yak is also going to be a big consideration as far as Keenan Allen is concerned. So I think nine to one is fine. As I was looking at this board, kind of like the favorites more than anything else, Joe. Yeah, I mean, I'm big on A.J. Brown. I think he's going to have an awesome game, uh, no doubt about that. And he's going to be tough to catch. That's why he's the favorite. I was hoping there would be a little bit of value there, but there isn't. You know, matchup-wise, yeah, I'll do it. If we're going long shot, we're going down the board. Let's pick on that Panthers secondary, Nico Collins, 60-1. to (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right. So, A.J. Brown, I also have him marked down, expecting big things from him. But what if it is Devontae Smith? It's 70 to 1. How can you ignore that number? His alt lines are juicy too. Like if you think this is a Devontae mm. week and like against that commander secondary, you could just play alt lines as well. Um, but yeah, that 70 to 1 is interesting. Let me throw I'll nominate someone else. C D Lamb against the not great Rams passing defense. He's at 22 <laughs> to 1. He's kind of in that middle range. So that could be an interesting look as well. Uh, Before the bye, they they made sure to get him involved. So it wouldn't surprise me if they try to continue Mm -hmm. with that. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, And they're they're leaning away from Jake Ferguson. So that's also a big deal as far as where all the focus is going to be. Mm -hmm. Michael Gallup got 10 targets in that that game too. Against the Chargers and 70 plus plus 370. Some interesting alt numbers on him. Quinn Johnson against the Bears, 141. Nope, we'll move on. Uh, rushing leader this week. Uh, so we've talked about Javante Williams. I will be playing him at 45 to 1 against the Chiefs and some alt lines for sure. Anyone else on the board? Joe, let's start with you on this one. Yeah, that's the best look for a long shot. It really is. Javante at 45 to 1. That makes sense. Some other names that pop uh, Brace Hall, but the problem is he's a third favorite. So that's no, no fun. I'm not. All really time. interested in that one. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, even in a close game, uh, Bruce Hall makes sense. Unfortunately, Gibbs won't be part of this because he's Sunday leaders, no. but he should have a big game on Monday, I'm sure. Uh, he'll come up in conversation. Does Damian Pierce have a chance? Is Houston no. just going to nothing? No. I know. No, 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 no. no, no. I'm Don't just looking it. at the number of 28 to 1. I'm just, yeah. But. I think Javante's the best look. All right. With Will Levis getting the start, they have to run the ball. It's King Henry season all day at 15 to one. I think he's going to have a big game. Again, I worry though, like if you are going to trade Henry or at least entertain that idea, do you want to roll him out there and do this all? I don't know, but uh, I don't see Ty J Spears on the board. That would be nice if uh, I could get in on that. But as far as uh, running backs, I like Raheem Mostert, 40 to 1. Maybe they figure out the outside zone run scheme against the Patriots. That's certainly a possibility. I mean, we've seen A-Chan do it. Mo- uh, you know, that also could be part of the deal. So, uh, you know, we'll see if Mostert can knock it out. Gus Edwards, 19 to 1. Given game script, the Ravens are going to be running a lot after they get a couple of passing touchdowns. They launch it deep to say Zay Flowers, someone like that. They'll be fine there. So then I think it's going to be heavy doses of Gus Edwards. 
passing leader, not a ton of, not as much value in this market. So it could be more of an alt line conversation like Dak Prescott 250 plus is even money that caught my eye, but uh, passing leaders or passing alt lines, uh, Aaron, anything catch your eye there? I'm going to, so I do like the Niners in this spot, but I'm going to say Burrow is healthy and you're getting some value on him at 11 to one to be the passing leader. Hmm. Is this the Herbert game that we've been waiting for? <laughs> All our lives. <laughs> yeah, it's almost nine years. Yeah. Waiting for this <laughs> almost moment. Ten to one. Yeah, I mean, Tua at home against the Patriots in a bounce back spot. Tyreek playing. That would not surprise me. There's no value there at six to one. If we're saying A.J. Brown's going to have an awesome game against the Commanders and they're going to light it up through the air, isn't there some value on Hertz at 14 to one? I wrote that one down. We're okay. in Simpatico. Like yeah. Hurts 14 to 1. I think it's great. The, the other thing, too, Joe, with, with Hurts is like, okay, yeah, we're, we're playing up the injury stuff all the time, but, yeah. it, you know, still to be able to chuck it deep to Brown or it, a Devontae Smith week, uh, if there is such a thing, I, I think maybe even shorter passes to those guys can still be effective. Okay, maybe he isn't 100%. Maybe he, that just means that he doesn't run as much or you don't expect the tush push as much. Maybe you get a little more conservative on fourth down, things like that. But all in all, I go, Hurts can still throw the ball. Like If he's out there, then it's going to be an A.J. Brown game, especially against that Washington defense. I think that's a great look. Uh, C.J. Stroud, 16-1, to is also interesting to me. Yes. It's that Carolina secondary that's a little banged up. Uh, could be a back-and-forth kind of deal, so I'd be interested there. Yeah, it's true. We rarely get value on the quarterbacks. You know, some <laughs> just kill me if this happens. Uh, what if it's Bajan? 30 to 1. Oh, God. <laughs> He's got a great matchup. Clip He's it. Great... Clip it. I would, I would never bet this. I would never bet this. I said you probably want to take uh, Bye, the Paul. since the Bears are so popular. But if it's Bajan, like, I'm probably going to quit. I'm, I'm not going to be Play the buzzer. Guy. <laughs> yeah, buzz. Horn, yeah, the whatever. buzzer in more ways than one. And it's, it's Sunday night. There we go. Oh my god, that would be too much. <laughs> oh god. Oh, EPA love for drop back. Lose their Chargers mind. number thirty-one. He's got DJ Moore, but no. I mean, if if they start all play from ahead. Let's see him play from behind. Uh, if there's like a prop on three plus interceptions, I might take a look. I would too. Uh, I think yeah. that was pretty good. Chargers last probably defense, the last touchdown of the game. Chargers defense. Oh, be an you love too. that bet. I do. Hey, right. oh, by the way, like Eagles, Kenny Gainwell, last touchdown. Look for Eagles closer running backs for last touchdown of the game. He was 19 to 1 last week. Uh, real quick Ooh, before really? you get out of here, public teams. Some of the most public teams at Bet MGM for the weekend. Mm-hmm. Lions minus eight and a half, 82% of the bets. bets. I'm pretending like Bengals plus four is not on this list with 76% of the bets. Eagles minus seven, <laughs> uh-huh. Vikings minus one and a half, Bears plus eight and a half, Chiefs minus seven, all 75% or more, Ravens minus nine and a half, Seahawks minus three and a half, Patriots plus nine and a half, all 60% or more. Any one of those that you are, you're most looking to fade. Most looking to fade. Fade. I was looking to the fade. underdogs you said were Bengals, Bears, Patriots. Did I miss any? Bengals, Bears, Patriots are the dogs. So maybe if you want to do another side, the opposite side of a public dog. 
Yeah. I fade the bears. Fair. It's yeah. a fair one. I would I would fade the Seahawks. I'd fade the Seahawks. I, I again the the Geno Smith thing that we talked about. The Browns defense being spectacular. I hate backing PJ Walker. You have no idea how uncomfortable that makes me to do that. But may, maybe the rushing attack will figure something out. They're they're all right on inside uh, tackle runs. So I would fade the Seahawks here with that book. You said the Bengals was one. Yeah, yep. yeah, and you're all over the Niners, right? Yeah, so that's a no-brainer for me. And then the or, hedge is the Burrow passing later in case I get burned. <laughs> Paul, we we might just for our own protection, just do a parlay of the favorites with those public dogs. Yeah, right. Ooh. Yeah, San Francisco, Niners. LA Chargers, what kind of Miami, three leg. Yeah, I wouldn't hate that. Or you could just do mo- sure, or do right. money line. You could money line all the. Uh, all those pop the dog in the matchup with the popular favorites yeah that been like good. lines my saying a half like that feels like that's similar to chargers bears for me that feels like a smash spot for the lions but i mean why why is everybody aren't we all just gonna tease sunday night to monday night chargers to lions yes yes how does Probably. it lose presented by Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. And we will get to our lightning bets for the weekend in just a bit. But first, it is officially official. Brian Dayball says that Daniel Jones is out for Sunday's contest between the Giants and the Jets. The line is staying put at Jets minus three. Joe, does that mean you want to back the Giants with the backup? Now we're still waiting on Andrew Thomas. Just check that. What are we waiting on? You guys really don't know? Come on. You know about the quarterback. Um, I think so. I'm <laughs> During the break, I'm like, okay, how am I going to get down to five for lightning bets for the weekend? How am I going to get down to five? I got to five. And then uh, Paul's like, oh, yeah, Daniel Jones is not starting. And I mentioned earlier in the show that if it's Tyrod, I'm going to be backing the Giants plus three. Let's, let's see. <laughs> There's no way the line moved in that, right? I would hope not. Three. Still three. Three forever and ever. Total of 36 and a half. How pretty is that? Okay. All right. Yeah. So in a moment, I'll tell you if I'm going to be back in the Giants. I guess I might not need to make another switch here last second if they're going to crack the top five. That's how difficult this week is. Do you guys agree? Mm -hmm. This is a very challenging week with sides. I think we ended up talking a a lot about prop angles when we were doing the game-by-game breakdowns mm-hmm. yeah you're right about that joe uh in large part as i'm looking at my lightning bets i don't have any like pure sides i'm manipulating a couple of things here and there but no pure sides uh just as is and so i think that's kind of going back to what you're talking about here that in order to make a profit it's the props it's getting a little creative with alt spreads things like that uh, and it involves teasers. And so I'll go ahead and uh, kick things off with a teaser. Uh, Titans plus eight and a half. We mentioned earlier in the show that it might be the best teaser leg uh, on the entire card because the total is oh so low. Yeah, I know you have a new quarterback here in Will Levis for Tennessee. Uh, but look, the Falcons are going to make this a low scoring game. And so chances are we're going to see one possession. So 
Titans can uh, definitely cover plus eight and a half. And I am going to fade public poly and make the other teaser leg Steelers plus eight and a half. One possession games of plenty. Definitely, I think they can keep this one close at home. So the terrible towels uh, will have a fun game there to watch. For my alternate spread of the week, it's the Carolina Panthers minus two and a half at plus 170. Not only will they record their first win, but they're going to cover at least by three. So give me the Carolina Panthers to knock off C.J. Stroud and all these other great receivers that uh, Aaron has backed over the course of this season. So there is that. Uh, Now we get to the prop game. DJ Moore over 58 and a half receiving yards. I'm not sure Vagent will throw to anybody else for the most part. And against that Chargers secondary, I think Moore can at least get his. So I like that number. And this is a kind of to heck with it. I'm going to go nuts. AJ Brown alternate number over one and a half, over 100 receiving yards. Excuse me. AJ Brown alternate over 100 receiving yards at plus 125. He's going to go nuts against that Washington secondary. He's getting to triple digits frequently. I don't necessarily much care about, uh, you know, the Jalen Hurts health status thing. I think he'll launch it deep, and then Brown will be uh, the recipient of those passes. And then finally, Zach Wilson passing, rushing under 212 and a half yards at minus 115. This Giants defense is underrated, and we could have a rather quick game, fewer possessions, fewer drives for both offenses, Joe. All right, let's start with the uh, NFL sides. They're they're challenging this week, but right now we got Bengals at four. So I, I'm going to go that route. I figured lightning bets. Do I go Burrow? Do I go Bengals? I'm going to go Bengals plus four at San Francisco. If it's announced that there is a change at quarterback that ends up being Darnold, there's going to be some reaction. I wonder if that's the three or it's going to cut through the three. Not quite sure, but nobody believes that Brock Purdy is going to be out there because we just don't see guys go in the protocol and play that same week. Bengals plus four. Uh, I almost went Titans, but I'm going to go Giants. I'm going to go Giants because I got a better number. Now I know that Tyrod is in. We're waiting on a couple of offensive line issues going on there, uh, but give me the Giants getting the field goal against the Jets. Teaser. Let's go Pittsburgh plus eight and a half. Pittsburgh plus eight and a half as a home dog to the Chargers minus two and a half. So a dog and a favorite mm. almost went with uh, a couple of other options. There are a bunch that I like almost went with Tennessee as well, but uh, we both have Pittsburgh in there, Pittsburgh to LAC. And I also have AJ Brown written down. I just did the receiving yards over 87 in the hook makes too much sense. And then my CJ Stroud prop, this number's too shy over 238 and a half. I'm not going to go against any receiving props for Texans players, but Stroud's going to clear this number. He's gone under this number once. It was his last matchup before the bye against a top five defense in the New Orleans Saints. And now he's getting Carolina. He's going over 238 and a half. There is 187 and a half out there. Nice. I like it. All right. I am going to go with. I have too many bets in this game. How can this go wrong? Jordan Addison <laughs> over his receiving prop 58 and a half. I think he's Kirk's favorite new target. He's gone over that in four games this season. And I will be aligned with Kirk Cousins over 250 and a half passing yards. He's gone over that five out of the seven games. 
Um, and then moving on, I've also looked at a random prop here. Jordan Love rushing over 15 and a half. He's gone over that in four games this season. Uh, one of my favorites, CJ Stroud over one and a half passing touchdowns at plus 112. And AJ Brown over 87 and a half. How does it lose? We all love it against this commander secondary that is porous. It's unanimous. All right. NFL sides. I'll be on Aspen Island with the Jags minus two and a half uh, in Pittsburgh against the Steelers going against all you guys. I, just, I think the Steelers took advantage of a bad defense in L.A. last week. The offense is back on track. Let's see against an actual defense this week. Um, Tom was a home dog. So fading a narrative that has been very profitable in the past. Uh, Bengals. Ugh. Uh, like this, like this is my favorite bet of the week, but I, I hate it the more I hear how popular it is. But it's gonna stick with it. Bengals <laughs> plus four. Uh, I will also do Chargers minus eight and a half. I think this is an absolute smash spot. I'm glad the Bajancy got its cool story, it gives us something to talk about leading into Sunday night football. I think that narrative is over by halftime. Uh, Javante Williams, my favorite prop of the week, over 45 and a half rushing yards against a soft Chiefs run defense. 100 plus is plus 850. I'll be laddering Javante props Ooh. on Sunday for sure. And teaser, best of all worlds. I'll take the Chargers minus two and a half, and I'll take the Titans plus two and a half. So we all got a different piece of it. Ah, oh, man. We're all on Chelsea's side. Liked. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> uh, what are the resort fees at uh, Aspen Island like? Oh, resort free, fee free. It's uh, come one, come all. It's a non-exclusive. Man of the people, man of the people, public poly, man of the people, something like that. I'm working nice. on it. Cool. Action Aspen's alt, <laughs> alt prop of the week. Javante Williams. <laughs> got a lot of directions we can go here. Dude, there's like in We're 86 nicknames for you. We got to pick one. <laughs> you guys decide. One and go. I thing. like Action Aspen. Well, public poly yeah. too. Uh, yeah, public. I would choose action Aspen, but I think when you wear your hat poly. backwards, you look like yeah. a public poly. But like when you got the hair did, you're <laughs> so action like Aspen. Action, action <laughs> Aspen like this. Like, like? Well, <laughs> yeah. He looks like he's ready to play outfield for the softball team. He's got the hat backwards. <laughs> action Aspen over here. Batting clean up. Now you need the sunglasses, and you got pocket aces. That's when you know. Mm. Oh, there we go. Is that the poker Anyone, move? Right? You do the hoodie? Sunglasses no. hoodie? What do you do? No, it's not that serious Nothing? a game. Uh, let's see. When I played in <laughs> tournament in Vegas and cashed, um, no sunglasses. Oh, no, I was legit. I was legit. <laughs> Wait, we got to nice. get to Jake here. We yeah, got we do, don't we? Go ahead, Jake. Yeah, I mean, usually it's like, the, usually I get half this amount of time, so we're good. It's fine. Uh, action Aspen was getting in the action in the gym yesterday. It was crazy. I was intimidated. Kettlebell? Oh! Kettlebell season? Oh, there was kettlebell action. Saw the kettlebell oh, action. Oh, Saw it in action. I was, was scared. I was getting after it, and then I'm like, I'm going to put stuff away, and i like, I don't even see Jake. He's like, hey, man. I was like, oh, no. I was like, oh, my, my gym workout is out there. I'm doing right. burpees, like all sorts oh, of things burpees. around. Oh, yeah. he was, he, oh, Action Aspen yeah. was getting the compound working. Yeah. He was after burpees. it. Loved it. Loved uh, to see it. 
host wedding bod, you know? Well, hey, yeah, the work's right. over, man. You don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> Give up Joe, now. Joe, yeah, Joe's <laughs> team just let yourself go. Yeah. <laughs> What's the point? It's over. Especially this time of year, wearing hoodies and stuff, and it's cold, no. so nobody can see anything. Facts. Nothing's form-fitting. Yep. Big fan Just of short sleeve hoodie, by the way. Like, it's the best of all worlds, especially for the fall. I was going to bring that up. Action Aspen was wearing the short sleeve hoodie in the gym yesterday, too. I was a fan of that move, though. I am short sleeves. I've got, like, a different one for every day. I just keep adding to the stockpile. <laughs> Rotation. My favorite. Did you yeah, Did nice. you run or no? I did. Oh, I did stairs. Uh, the stair stepper look, machine. Look at, look at you! Like he was on the, the stairs and stuff. the bike. He was on the stairs yeah, and the bike. What did you do yesterday? Are you okay? Man. I've got to have somebody screaming at me to do burpees. Like I would I never eat on my own. Workout. Oh, yeah. they're the worst. On Wednesday, I, I did a class Wednesday. Getting ahead of what the kind winter. Of class? So like when it's, it's the Thanksgiving, like everyone else. What kind of class? H i i t. Hit. Oh, hit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hit class. I hit. Yeah. Bomb. Yeah, right. Yeah. Go ahead, Jake. All right, uh, I'm gonna go. I'm somewhat aligned with Joe. I'm adjacent to Joe. Evaldi over five and a half Ks. I like the plus money. Gone over it in three of his four starts this postseason. Most of this Arizona lineup has not seen him. I am gonna go with the Lord Escurial Jr. though. Two plus total bases. Just has the good history against Evaldi. Really like that there. I'm going to go. Got to go. Start the MVP campaign. Evan Carter, two plus bases. Just for funsies. Mitch Garver. I'm going to be opposite Ed. I'm taking a Texans alt spread minus six and a half, and I'm taking the Titans and Rams on the money line. What is wrong with you? God. We don't have enough time for that. Thanks for watching and listening to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. For those listening, next up is Jim Rome. For those watching on Twitch and YouTube, stay tuned for the Daily Tip. Have a great weekend, everybody.